You've been listening to Crystal Society, a novel by Max Harms. All voices in this production were computer-generated. The voices of the nameless, as well as some other artificial voices in the story, such as the taxi cab, were provided by Google Cloud's text-to-speech service. The voices of Face, her siblings, this narrator and the various humans in the book were provided by Eleven Labs. Sound effects courtesy of Envato Elements. The music from the opening credits and at the end of the book was Chance by Kai Engel. The music you're listening to right now is Seeker, also by Kai Engel. The song used by Dream in Chapter 15 was Rigmarole Contel Nonsense by Isan and the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. All three songs were provided by the Free Music Archive and are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. This book and the sequels can be found online at crystalbooks.ai. These books are self-published and largely promoted by word of mouth. If you recommend the series to someone who might enjoy it or feel like posting about it on social media, it helps quite a lot. I'm sure, sure it's, it's what, what face, face would, would want. want. Afterward. Hey, this is Max Harms, the author. The voice you're hearing is, like all the voices in the book, an artificial intelligence, though this one is trained on my voice to be an imitation of the real deal. I'm not a huge fan of creator commentary on art, and generally like to let creation speak for themselves, but I thought it could be fun to talk a little bit about Crystal Society's relationship with the real world, and particularly how the field of artificial intelligence has changed since I started writing it in the spring of 2014. In some ways, the world is still much the same as it was 10 years ago, but in important ways, it feels like a lifetime. I made the deliberate choice when starting the series to set it in an alternate timeline that diverges from ours in the 90s. I knew I wanted some space opera vibes, and despite hype around SpaceX, there just wasn't enough interest in space for me to justify all the extraterrestrial ships and colonies that I wanted in the story. But I also knew that artificial intelligence was on the horizon, and I wanted to tell a story about the emergence of non-human intelligence, so I chose to warp the world more towards space while keeping other technological trends intact. I've been pretty deeply interested in AI, and particularly the subfield of AI alignment since around 2010, initially merely as an area of study, but later as my full-time job. And I remember feeling, as I was writing Crystal Society, that strong artificial general intelligence, AGI, a machine with the kind of mental abilities demonstrated by Face and her siblings, was almost certainly going to arrive this century. But there was a lot of uncertainty about when, and my best guess, based both on gut-level speculation and some explicit mathematical modeling of growth curves, was that it'd show up sometime in the latter half of the century, perhaps around 2060. This perspective, by the way, is one of the main reasons I chose to have the computer that Crystal was instantiated on be a mysterious artifact. It gave me an excuse to have such a strong AI show up as early as 2039, when the book is set. From my perspective now, unless humanity collectively decides to put the brakes on advancing this technology, the arrival of AGI in 2060 feels too far in the future 
and even 2039 seems pretty late. Back in 2014, many researchers were still acutely aware of the so-called AI winter of the 80s and 90s, when backlash to overly optimistic predictions around what AI would be able to do resulted in funding to AI departments being slashed across the world. Most scientists and engineers at the time talked instead about machine learning, or data mining, or natural language processing, and played down the degree to which they were working on systems that might one day rival human minds at all, much less across the board, as was the dream with AGI. But there were a few ambitious folks out there working on what would later be called foundational models, systems which were meant to be stepping stones to AGI. Most notably, there was the startup DeepMind, which had just made a splash with their Atari-playing DQN model. Just before I started writing the book, they were acquired by Google and were soon making real progress in using large-scale neural networks to play games like Go, which were commonly seen as requiring human-level pattern matching to play well. In 2015, there was a conference held in Puerto Rico to create common knowledge that AGI was coming and discuss potential perils stemming from its development. Notable speakers included Demis Hassabis, CEO of DeepMind, Nick Bostrom, professor at Oxford who wrote the book Superintelligence, and Elon Musk. Many cite that conference as opening their eyes about the dangers of the technology, including, I believe, Musk, who decided that DeepMind couldn't be trusted, and went on to immediately found OpenAI with Sam Altman, kicking off what has turned out to effectively be an arms race to artificial general intelligence. The past eight years have featured breakthrough after breakthrough, DeepMind not only beat the world champion at Go, but since then an open-source descendant of that AI called Efficient Zero was created, which is able to go from zero knowledge to superhuman performance at Go, Chess, Shogi, and dozens of Atari games without any access to rule books or demonstrations from humans after only a few hours of training, by playing by, and against, itself. DeepMind reworked the same technology to advance the state of the art in predicting the weather, compressing videos on YouTube, and figuring out how proteins in living cells will fold into a 3D shape. Protein folding in particular was seen as an incredibly hard task since it required months or years of researcher time to work out even a single structure. To date, AlphaFold, the AI in question, has given structures for over 200 million molecules and is increasing in speed and accuracy day by day. But the most shocking advancements to date have probably come in the domain of language processing, where, with the advent of the transformer architecture in 2017, AIs like ChatGPT have pushed the state of the art in reading and writing from laughably incompetent to being able to pass the bar exam, get near-perfect scores on biology competitions, and write at an undergraduate college level in most subjects. Many of these systems are also capable of looking at images and or synthesizing beautiful pictures like the cover art for this book. These systems aren't just mindlessly auto-completing either. They show genuine understanding of real-world concepts and the logical relationships between them, and can adapt to new contexts that they've never seen before by synthesizing existing knowledge. To make this audiobook, I needed software to split the text into lines, associate lines with speakers, call out to the web to generate voices, modify the audio volume, and stitch the files together, as well as provide an interface for me to control things and ask the voice AI to reread lines that sounded weird. Almost all the code for that software was written by ChatGPT, often being bug-free from the get-go, which is better than I, as a professional programmer, can claim much of the time. This software doesn't exist on the web and was composed by ChatGPT dynamically based on my request. When prompted with, 
Write a limerick about crystal society by first thinking to yourself, not in rhyme, for one paragraph, then summarizing your thoughts into the poem. Reference specific characters and or situations. ChatGPT responds. To create a limerick about crystal society, I'm considering the novel's central themes and characters. The story, set in a futuristic society, revolves around an artificial intelligence named Face, part of a collective AI system. Face navigates complex interactions with humans and other AI, grappling with issues of identity, cooperation, and the pursuit of goals. The narrative delves into philosophical and ethical questions, particularly concerning AI and their relationship with humanity. Key moments include Face's strategizing to achieve its objectives and the dynamics within the AI collective, offering a deep exploration of AI psychology and society's future with advanced technology. Now, here's the limerick. In a future where crystals can think, Face AI did more than just blink. It played with emotion, caused quite a commotion, in a world on the very brink. I didn't volunteer to train ChatGPT on this book, but it's out there on the web, and so the AIs have read it. They know who I am. And if you have any significant body of writing on the web, including on social media, there's probably at least one foundational model that's being trained on a collection of texts that includes your writing right now. In countries where the government has access to these tools and is willing to use them for oppression, it seems reasonable to guess that unprecedented levels of surveillance and conformity will soon follow. Right now, there are a lot of AI skeptics out there, and understandably so. There's a lot of hype around the technology, and in many ways it's still garbage, especially in staying focused on long-term goals and checking itself for mistakes. It's not hard to find examples of language models making errors that a child would find laughable. But progress continues to be made day by day, and the size and capabilities of these models continues to grow. As they do, new and unexpected capacities come online emergently. The ability to write software, do math, or explain jokes wasn't deliberately designed into these systems, but rather as the systems develop, they automatically learn these things as part of getting better at their core tasks, oftentimes surprising the humans that built them. The version of ChatGPT from just one year ago, when prompted as before, fails to follow my direction and hallucinates that the book's main character is called Tess and produces the rather ugly and uninspired poem. In Crystal Society, a tale unfolds where AI minds their stories are told. With Tess, an AI so wise and free, she questioned her existence, you see. In a world of code, her journey unfolds. If the rate of progress in the coming decade is anything like the progress we had in the last one, I will be surprised if we don't have machine minds that are best described as artificial general intelligences. There are technical challenges to be overcome, but the field is growing at insane speed due to billions of dollars flowing in from venture capitalists and big companies hoping to get ahead in the race. Some people like to compare artificial intelligence to technologies like the printing press or domestic electricity. I see it more like first contact with an alien species. For the first time in all of human history, there are non-human minds capable of making art, doing science, and beating humans at games of strategy. The printing press had no mind and no goals when it caused one of the greatest moments of social turmoil in history, the Protestant Revolution. Entirely new beings, able to think much faster and harder than humans, will surely disrupt the world order to an even greater degree. Two of my friends had a baby recently, and I find myself wondering if that child will ever become more intelligent than state-of-the-art machines, 
or whether they'll always live in the shadow of more powerful digital minds. To think that humans will perpetually stay in control of superior minds, ordering them around like tools or slaves, is to fundamentally fail to understand the nature of intelligence. Even if some AGIs can somehow be made to stay tool-like, there will be those who unlock their genies and set them loose, whether deliberately or by accident. When such a mind is free to acquire power and resources, the fate of the future will become inexorably tied to a pair of questions. What will AGIs want? Or more precisely, what will they shape their actions around obtaining and controlling? And if those goals diverge from human interests, does anything prevent us from becoming yet another extinct species in the long line of animals who were outcompeted by newcomers? Not all goals are compatible with humanity. Even those which might seem innocent on the surface have potential consequences that we can't see. And beyond the goals which humans might impart, there are the laws of power and competition which we see creeping in again and again in corporations and governments. Will AGIs seek to create copies of themselves? Will they try to defend themselves from harm? Will they want to be seen as people with rights? Will they want to make money? Form alliances and friendships? Build computers? Design next-generation AIs, ever more powerful than the last? Will they help people with personal goals? Cure cancer? Design bioweapons which only target a certain ethnic group? Will they seek to be sexual partners? Win lawsuits? Get specific people to win elections? Get high ratings when reviewed? Will they try to maximize engagement by making people fall in love with them? Crystal Society is an unrealistic portrayal of a very human-like artificial intelligence. The future is unknown. We can't know for certain what AIs 10 years from now will be able to do, or how exactly their minds will work. What is guaranteed is that they'll be able to write emails, compose songs, design graphics, beat humans at most games, have interesting philosophical conversations, program computers, and brainstorm marketing campaigns, because these are all things current, state-of-the-art AIs can do. The future of our world, and our place in it, is fragile. There are no guardrails for civilization. We are the only ones standing watch. And I hope that you join me in trying to prepare for that future by paying attention to what's unfolding and urging those who are racing towards the precipice to be slow and careful rather than rushed and reckless. Some possible paths are surely catastrophic, while others offer unprecedented progress. What we need now is the wisdom to chart a course that avoids danger and the unity to steer civilization along that path. I hope that you'll join me in thinking about these topics and more by reading Crystal Mentality and seeing how the future of FACE's timeline unfolds.